Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm thrilled to welcome Rachel to the podcast today. Welcome, Rachel. Hi. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm so excited. You're like a celebrity to me. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get out more. (laughs) (laughs) What is your question for me today? Okay, my question is, how can I have the courage to have a baby when I feel like I am my own baby? Okay. Do you have any children currently? I don't, no. I don't have any. Okay. And when you say you're your own baby, what do you mean? I feel like I'm a lot to take care of. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like a, a need to be in control of a lot of variables in my life so that things go mm-hmm. the way I want them to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a child throws so many new variables into your life mm-hmm. that I don't know that I would be able to handle it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I would survive, but it's scary to me. <laughs> yeah, it should be scary. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So what happens, what happens for you when you're not able to control everything and things don't go your way? What happens? Oh, well, things happen like I get a migraine. That's kind of a big one is when mm-hmm. I get migraines especially ones that I can't control, then I can't work and I can't show up in the ways that I want to. And my schedule gets out the window and I can't get things done. So that's a big one is getting Mm -hmm. migraines. If I don't have enough sleep, I'm not working out. I'm not taking care of my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I get really scared of getting sick because my job has to do with using my voice and Mm. singing and teaching. And so I'm pretty paranoid of that. And I guess my mental health too, just mm-hmm. keeping everything as consistent as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you are really committed to your self-care and yeah. you have some chronic health problems that really make it a serious, like self-care is a serious thing for you. It's not just a luxury. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really important for my life to function. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what kind of support would you need to build into your life if you decided to have a baby so you could still continue to function well and be healthy? You know, I think the biggest thing I'm really scared of is losing sleep. Okay. And so I guess, you know, some way that I could still sleep while I have a new baby Mm -hmm. and or am pregnant so that I can still work and not lose sleep. But it sounds like that's just inevitable. Like you just lose sleep no matter what. (laughs) Yeah. There's some of that, but do you have a partner? I do. Yeah. I have a great husband. Okay. So what's he going to be doing? Uh, Well, I'm sure that he will, you know, take, I don't know, half the load at night or something Mm -hmm. like that. Take turns or something. Sounds like people do that. And that sounds Mm -hmm. like a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And then, um, you know, what about on the weekends, like planning on having childcare for half day on Saturday? So 
you can sleep in or like setting. I guess what I'm saying is build things in to support you so you can thrive while taking care of your baby. Right. Right. And I know it. if you haven't gone through it, it's hard to know what you're going to need. Yeah. But I, I really think that if you are mindful and thoughtful and plan, you can mitigate some of that chaos or fears or the health scares and things like that. Yeah. I think I'm also feeling like I have always been very goal oriented and I very focused on my goals with work and career and my passions. And I'm really scared of having a kid, like knowing how to balance my priorities. Mm -hmm. When I'm with a husband, like he can take care of himself in so many ways. Right. And he's, Mm -hmm. We're both performers, we're both actors, and so he understands the time commitment and the workload. But with a child, I think I'm also terrified of how do I, I don't want to be terrible at two things at once. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I don't want to be terrible at being a mom and terrible at my job. Right. And so that's also terrifying to me, emotionally, mentally. Yeah. So it's interesting as you talk about things, like your default perspective is that you're all alone in this when you actually have a partner. Yeah. Is he worried about doing a mediocre job at work? No, it's never crossed his mind ever. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to just think about like why, you know, where's that coming from that belief that like, it's all you or, and maybe I'm off base here to, if I am. No, not at all. No, I think. Well, I was raised LDS and I think, I think I've got it stuck in my head that it's all my job Mm. to raise the kids and it's, I'll just feel bad if I'm not doing a hundred percent one thing. Mm -hmm. And I think when I decided, okay, I don't want kids for a while. I really want to focus on my career. I felt like, well, now I have to be really good at my career to prove that it was worth my time, I guess. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. To who? And so I guess the people who I feel like judged me for not having children in my twenties, I felt, you know, kind of alone in that decision and kind of judged for a long time. By who? Family, Mm. extended family. Mostly that's about it. Mm -hmm. Most of my friends are very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. So you're spending this energy trying to prove to people that don't live in your household, like you're trying to validate your choices to your family. Yeah. It's yeah. really bizarre. And even it, my well, it's totally family, common. I, okay, <laughs> it's totally yeah. common. But, but I just want you to see that you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't owe them any proof that you made the right decision. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to digest that. That's like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I And I don't even, I see them like once every five years and that's it. But for some reason, the, you know, the passive aggressive things they say to me, they stick yeah. so deeply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I must be, you know, such a failure because I don't have kids yet. And mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with my career isn't that special. I'm not saving babies. My sister's a nurse and, you know, Mm. like everything she does is so important. (laughs) Mm. Mm. 
So there's this part of you that feels like you have to prove that your life is worth living or you're worthy of love or some, it just feels like there's this need to prove something. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And what would it be like to let go of that and just kind of live your life? It would be really nice. (laughs) Yeah. I think I wouldn't be as busy and I wouldn't be as obsessed with my goals. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't like lay happiness on these goals that I think are going to, you know, be the be all end all for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not going to be, and a baby's not going to be either. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much unknown with a baby. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing that scares me. What if, you know, my parents had seven children and one of them doesn't come home for Christmas anymore. He's completely alienated himself from our family and doesn't want anything to do with my parents. And I guess that's a big fear. Like mm-hmm. they worked so hard to have this family and things didn't work out how they wanted it. And mm-hmm. that's terrifying to go mm-hmm. through all this work and effort just to have your children leave you mm-hmm. and not want to be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely a possibility. Yeah. And you've made other choices. Like you didn't know how your marriage was going to turn out when you got married. Like it's, it's the big decisions in life are just like, you have to step into the dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so weird with most of my other big decisions. I made them very quickly and I was very sure. And I never looked back. Within like a month of dating my husband, I was like, he's the one. I will Mm. sacrifice everything to make this work. Mm -hmm. Choosing to serve a mission, choosing to go to grad school. All these things were like, I knew I wanted it and I knew it was right. And with a baby, without, I just feel like this timeline is so, I kept putting other things first. Like, well, I got to do grad school. Okay, well, now I did grad school. Well, now we want to buy a house. Okay, now we have a house. Let's pay off our student loans first. And I think I'm just Mm -hmm. kind of delaying making this big, choice that I don't know how much it's going to change my life, mm-hmm. but I know I want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the difference between like your husband and grad school is that you got to like, try those things out. Like you haven't met your baby yet. That's so right. True. Like if you could hold your baby this, like right now, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to like bring this child here. Right. You, ha- you don't know yeah. what you're in for, which is part of the anxiety that you're feeling. And a baby will change your life. Yeah. But your life won't be over. Yeah. It's just, it'll have one new dimension that you currently mm-hmm. don't have, but it's not the end of your life. You're kind of talking about it like, I can either work and be excellent or be a mom and be excellent. What about doing both and being pretty darn good. Yeah. I've been doing so much thinking and asking around about, about moms that work. And I don't think I saw, I didn't see a lot of that growing up Mm -hmm. or at least if I saw it, I blocked it out because I thought, well, that's the wrong choice. I Mm -hmm. thought, I thought in my mind being stay at home, mom full-time was the only option. And I felt horrible that I didn't want that. I knew I didn't want it from like a young age. I knew I was extroverted. I knew that I thrived on a schedule. I knew that I did well in school. 
and I had passions I wanted to pursue and I felt really guilty for a really long time. <laughs> and I mm. didn't want to be at home full time. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's hard to break that binary and see that other women do it too. And there are other ways to raise your children that don't totally screw them up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can be a stay-at-home parent and screw up your kid. You know, I just had that thought. I was just realizing <laughs> my mom no was guarantee. a stay-at-home mom and things didn't go perfectly for her either. So what if things are set up to not go perfectly for anyone? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I guess there's no such thing as perfect anyway. Right. But kind of feels like that's what you want. Like I want to have a baby and have nothing change and have control over everything and be really good in everything. And, you know, and it's like, well, no, you're going to fall apart sometimes. And sometimes you're going to miss, you know, an audition. And sometimes your baby's going to throw up on you and it's okay. Right. I mean, I guess in a way, that's like the point of having a baby. It shakes up your life. It changes your priorities. It mm-hmm. changes things between you and your spouse. And Yeah, it's a risk for sure. But, but no matter what you do, Rachel, it's not going to turn out perfectly. Yeah. But it'll be beautiful. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that about a lot of my life in a lot of ways. My marriage is nowhere near perfect, but it's actually a lot better than I ever thought it would be. Mm, And same with my career, same with like the house I own, like Mm -hmm. the smallest things, the clothes, I. this sounds so silly, but like the clothes I wear, like everything, I had pretty low expectations and most things in my life have completely exceeded my expectations. And Mm. I feel so lucky for that. Yeah. So I guess, why can't I think that maybe it'll be the same thing with the baby. Maybe Mm -hmm. it will exceed my expectations and it will be still hard. Yeah. But also a wonderful change. Yeah. It will make your life more extreme. The highs will be higher than you can ever imagine. And the pain will be greater than you can ever imagine. That's just relationships. Right. (laughs) Right. Especially parenthood. Yeah. That's, emotionally and like mental health wise, I think the thing that scares me, the, like those ups and downs, I don't know why they're so terrifying to me. I'm trying to, with mental health, like I just like want consistently, I feel like I'm just like striving for consistency so that I can function because when I get overwhelmed emotionally, I can't, I don't feel like I can be productive and do things. Yeah. Yes. It, Can I just tell you, I personally relate to so much of what you've shared. Um, That makes me feel really good. (laughs) I knew early on that I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, that I wanted a career. I mean, I I wanted to sing and I I wanted to be a therapist and I wanted a family. And I got married young and had a child at 21 and finished school and went to grad school and had a performing songwriter career and opened a clinic and had more kids. (laughs) like. I just figured it out and I have mental health problems too. And for me, I have been my own advocate for myself in my family structure and in my sphere of influence and just radical self-care, building in that support. And there was kind of, for me, this block of, well, you, you know, good moms don't hire help. Good families don't have. And I was like, you know what? Who said that? Like, that's dumb. 
motherhood without suffering as, as much as possible. I mean, there's always something that goes along with it, but <laughs> so I got over that and I'm like, I'm hiring a home assistant. So when I'm at work or if I need a nap or if I have to go to therapy or if I have to go to the doctor, I have somebody there. And then I also have a great husband who participates equally in, in family life and home life. So I just, I guess I'm sharing this to say, you know what? You can do it. Like you can do it. You can take care of you and take care of a baby. The model that we've seen in Latter-day Saint culture is you have to give up yourself when you have kids. And that's just not true. Yeah. And you know, I'm not even LDS anymore, but it's like I still your background, your training is right. Yes. That's the the air you breathed for your whole life until you decided to do something different. So it formed you, whether you believe it or not now. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's still like if I hear just the tiniest things from friends, if somebody says something like, oh, I, I used to nanny for this family and I can just tell because they're so busy, their kids are acting up like little tiny things. Mm-hmm. I hear like that. I live in Utah as well. So I do, I hear these things a lot. And then I'm like, oh no, is that going to be me? Are my kids going to be acting up because I'm going to be working? How would they know why their kid, someone else's kid is acting up? Like how would anybody yeah. know why? I mean, I'm a therapist. I can't always figure out why. Right. Yeah. I don't, I wonder if like, I need to read a book on evidence that like you are, you're always talking about how I forget the word you use, but like inviting other people to help you raise your children, right? Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be all you, you're just inviting people into your home to be a part of this. Right. Right. Village that raises a kid. And Mm -hmm. And isn't that the way it used to be? It's the way it's always been until the, what, mid-1900s. (laughs) So Right. Yeah. It it wasn't a mom and a baby in a home by themselves. That's a new thing. So it's not all on you. Build your tribe. Build your community. Hire people to support you. Make sure that you, your baby's taken care of and you're taken care of and your marriage is taken care of. It's not that you have to pick one or the other. Yeah. I think I'm realizing too, everything that I'm doing right now doesn't have to stay. I don't have to have these same expectations on myself as I do right now mm-hmm. than when I have a child, if that makes sense. Yep. Like I have the ability. I'm, I am like, have a bunch of part-time jobs. I can drop one or two if I need to, when I'm a new mom we're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I want to have more time with my kids, I can. And if Mm -hmm. I, and I make enough money that I can hire someone to watch my kids. If I want to keep working, like I actually have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. I don't have to always be doing every single job that I have. Right. And you probably, you may not want to. And for me, kids slowed down my pace, but they did not stop me. Yeah. They're along for the ride of family life with us. It's just your life. Yeah. It doesn't end and it doesn't entirely revolve around your children. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking there are like silly things, maybe not silly. They're important to me. Things like practicing singing. That's important to me. I'm a voice Mm -hmm. teacher. And so I like to practice what I preach. And even as an adult without kids, it's hard to find, you know, a half hour a day, Mm -hmm. but now I'm realizing 
having kids, I can still do that if I work it in my schedule. If I, you know, if I have a nanny, I can fit that half hour practicing if it's that important into that time. Mm-hmm. But it still happens if it's that. Or do it with me. them. Or with like, them. Yeah. I mean, in, integrate them into your life. I took right. babies and, and port cribs to rehearsals and like they can come with you on your adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also scared of, I don't know what being pregnant is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. I, I just, there's no way I can know. There's no way you can know. And it might be better than you think. That's so true. And like, like I didn't know what marriage was going to be like, mm-hmm. but I did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It might be harder than you think too. We don't know. Right. And so that's the risk you take when you step into the dark on these big life decisions and you just say, this feels right. I'm going to just take a step into the unknown. And from my own experience, when I've done that, I'm so glad. Like when I follow my intuition and what I feel like, okay, I think, I think this, this feels right for me or for our family or when I follow that, even though I don't know the outcome, I'm always glad. Like it's always it's, it's becomes like, that's my path. That's where I need to be. And so you're going to have to let go of some of that control. Yeah. You know, I felt really good about my intuition in the past too. Like with, I got married when I was 26, which was old for, Mm -hmm. you know, how I grew up, but I felt very I'm so glad I waited so long, you know, quotation marks. Yeah. (laughs) Because I really found like I found the person right for me and I'm glad I went to grad school and I'm glad I've waited as long as I have. Mm -hmm. Because I think it was right for me. And I remember thinking after I got married and feeling like, wow, that was a great decision. I'm so glad I didn't push myself to get married earlier. I remember thinking, what if I tell myself this about having kids? Mm. But I have my kids and then I'm like, I'm so glad I waited. That was right for me uh-huh. instead of feeling so much stress about if and when for years and years. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm like pretty much there, which is why I'm starting to freak out. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like, okay, I think it's time. And now I'm terrified. Uh, Rachel, what if you trusted yourself? Oh, well, that's so hard. What if you trusted yourself and you trusted your partner? Yeah. I do trust him a lot, mm. a lot, a lot, probably maybe more than I trust himself. Mm. So <laughs> I yeah. should be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can. Making big decisions is so terrifying. And I think, uh, I think I trusted my intuition more when I believed in a higher power guiding me. Mm. And since kind of separating that myself from that, mm-hmm. I am a little confused in when to trust myself and when not to. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So what if you just trusted that your intuition is good and is leading you to growth? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wonder if, you know, part of that was kind of, I feel like in a way I denied myself my intuition for a long time because I thought, well, that's, you know, not being a stay-at-home mom isn't an option. That's the thing I'm supposed to do. So if I don't want to do that, why would I trust myself? Mm. Does that make any sense? It wasn't it, in line with... It totally does. It, it totally does. And and when I faced that as a early 20, late teens, I chose myself. I chose my intuition. And I'm so grateful. 
Yeah. And it's funny because I still did choose myself. I still waited so long to get married. I still studied music when it wasn't practical. I still went to grad school. I still, you know, didn't have kids in my 20s. So like everything has worked out pretty well for me so far. I don't know what, <laughs> what if you can like, trust yourself. <laughs> I should. I mean, I feel like I have made great decisions so far, even with like the wallpaper I chose to put on my house. I love mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. yeah. So it just, this is another big, big risky choice. And you have a lot of evidence, Rachel, that you can trust yourself with really important decisions. So what yeah. if you did? Yeah. Yeah, I think I should. <laughs> yeah. If you did, what would that look like right now? I think, well, I've got one big gig coming up. I don't want to be pregnant during it. So, but I, after that is when I feel like, okay, I've got this. I've hit some major goals. I'm ready. We're financially ready. We have mm-hmm. a house. I think it's time to start trying at that point. Wow. That's exciting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is exciting and scary, but exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what it would look like if you trusted yourself instead of trusted your fears. Yeah. You know, the worst case scenarios. When you have evidence to the contrary, that like, it's probably going to work out great. Like the rest of your choices. (laughs) Right. You know, I've, I, there's a part of me that I think has been a little prideful in um, the optimism of young moms, I have been felt so different from that when I see women like who maybe think that a child will solve problems or mm. I don't know, have like an optimistic view of what it'll look like. And then it's yeah. really hard. I'm like, well, I was never optimistic, so I will never <laughs> get hurt. <laughs> so yeah. I like, hold myself in this weird standard above them, which is just so the opposite of compassion. Yeah. Um, and so maybe I need to let go of that and need to, it's okay if I'm optimistic and it's okay if it doesn't turn out exactly as I want it to. And that doesn't make me dumb. It doesn't make mm. me unaware or unrealistic mm-hmm. or yeah. my husband is an optimistic person. And I'm often like, well, why, what's, why are you optimistic? It works out really well for him though. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like the direction you're going. Like, I think, I think you can trust yourself. I think you can build in support that you need to make this work for you and your family. I think yeah. you can reach out and really expect your husband to be a partner in this and not feel like, oh, I'm the mom. I have to do everything. Right. That's just not true. And that's not necessarily the best thing for your child. And then make sure you put yourself in that circle of care that you're going to be caring for your family, your baby, and you, you're not outside of that circle of care. You're in it. So it's not either, or it's not, well, who, whose needs get met? It's like, no, how are we going to meet everybody's needs is the, the way to kind of approach it. And I, I think kind of the best thing or the most powerful thing you said is like, oh, I can trust myself. I've yeah. made really good decisions in the past. I have all this evidence. I just yeah, don't I believe it. Really, yeah, it's so true. I never realized that. Like, I'm really proud of the decisions I made in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So They're you don't have to ones. prove anything to anyone. Yeah. You've got this. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel more confident after having this conversation? 
Yes. Yeah, I do. I think the biggest thing was realizing the evidence of my good decision-making and timing in my life Mm. and how positively things have worked out despite my doubt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've all worked out really well. Good. And you know, this could work out really well too. It could, it could, it will probably be the most meaningful thing in my entire life. I'm almost positive that it will be. (laughs) Yeah. I'm positive it will be. Oh, Will you keep me posted? Yeah, sure, I will. Yeah, let me know how things go. Just shoot me an email or a text or something. Okay. Yeah, I'm so excited for you on this journey. Thank you. And I really believe that you can trust your intuition. You've got this. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Rachel. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. thought, hey, I want to talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.